Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Lumber Slingers. We're on the cusp of the very last day we can say this. We can't say it anymore, but Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hey, I heard that you could only say it for seven days. Oh, maybe. Well, it's the first time we're recording now, so. That's true. It should be like seven days with an asterisk, and then it's like, if it's the first time you're doing something of the year, then it could be. Yeah. I think it'd yeah. be a little dicey to say Merry Christmas now. That is a little that's where I think we can draw the line. Think oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to say like, I hope you had a nice uh Christmas or holidays. Now I say I hope you had a nice new year. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Larry David, curb your enthusiasm. There's like a whole episode on it. He's like, You can't say it anymore. It's not it's not New Year's anymore. It's a pretty funny I love episode. It. You know, oh I my wanna, gosh, I love that show so much. I want to carry it on. Like, so then can we switch to like Happy, Happy Valentine's Day. I was going to say, it's Valentine's Day. I already got my Valentine's Day card this last weekend because they're already out. Wow. Yep. We yeah. got them for my daughter's class already. We got bluey because we're like, everyone's going to be wanting the bluey ones. We got to get those when they're hot <laughs> off the press. Boom. Hey, It'll be where they're sold out. I haven't out. even literally thought about it yet. So I well, got to start thinking that. Start it's thinking. the ninth. What are you thinking? <laughs> How are you not ready? It's, only, it's, less, it's a month and seven days away or so gosh my kids already their school already sent out the registration for next year like are you serious oh my gosh that's i know my girlfriend was telling me that she had to have registration done by the 8th for next year yeah ours is the um i don't know what day it is i should really look into that too apparently i'm behind natalie you gotta figure out your kid's school and then valentine's day immediately yeah because she starts real school next year so that's probably a good thing for me to look into huh Oh, yeah. You really got to look into it, Trent. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, she might not be going to school next year. She might be getting homeschooled. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Inquire within. Yeah. One third of this podcast is homeschooled, so I'm not going to tell you who. <laughs> One but it's most likely the person that pronounces things incorrectly. <laughs> uh, see, the year's already flying by, you guys. Yeah. Oh, what are you guys doing for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> You know, this time of year is really stressful for us uh, accountant type people. And it's really frustrating because you're like so excited for Christmas. And then every year I forget. It's like I wake up on the first and I'm like, oh, shit, I have so much to do between like board meetings, year end close, audits coming up. Like it it sucks. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And for sales people, we start at zero. So that sucks too. Yeah, you start over. Yeah. Sorry, Trent, I cut you off. No, you're fine. No, you're fine. No, you're right. It's, it's yeah. Hit the ground running real hard. Real yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Um. So a fun thing that we're adding in this year to our little show flow is that we're each going to say what our favorite story that we saw in the past week or two weeks since we last talked. So um, since since it's kind of like... I'm the one that's pushing it. I guess I'll start. <laughs> so you guys can get ready. <laughs> um, but you guys had a, uh, earlier this week, you had an article on building guru, guru, gurus. Oh God, here we go. Here's my homeschool. <laughs> we figured it out. Um, Rika Brandon had an article on how to shift from perfection to pretty close when hiring, which I thought that's relevant as, you know, we're doing hiring and interviewing. Um, it is really easy to look at a resume and judge it by its cover. So she had a few steps on to focus on the potential, ask the right questions, don't judge by the cover, 
and see how they would fit in your organization, which is just a really thoughtful process to put into play when you're interviewing. And I think it's really important. One part, ask the right questions. It's so true. What are you hiring for? And are you asking questions around that particular experience? Or are you asking general interview questions? So if you're hiring sales, you should be asking sales experience questions and more situational type questions of, you know, what they do in certain situations. So, you know, kind of how they handle things, if they're proactive or if they kind of wait to be told how to do things and and what fits best with what you need. So I, I enjoyed that. Okay, I know that I didn't write the article, but I do have like one small piece uh, to add advice that I have noticed in my interviewing career is that um, I always really try hard to make the person feel comfortable because I, and I don't think that everyone does that. They're like, you're here for an interview. You should be on your A game. You know, you should be this, that, and the other. And it's like, not every single person in this world is an extrovert. Not everybody can walk into a room of strangers and, and just completely talk about themselves. And are you hiring for an extroverted role or introverted role? If you're hiring for someone who's going to be behind a computer eight hours a day, like, yeah, of course they're going to be nervous talking to a panel of people. Yeah. More awkward, the better, honestly. (laughs) So that's like one thing I've really learned over my years of interviewing is like, figure out what you're hiring for first and then like take extra effort to make that person feel comfortable. Yes. That's what the role entails. That's great advice. Natalie, Natalie's a pro at interviewing. I've sat in some interviews with her and I'm like, dang, light years ahead. She's very good. Oh, thank you. Just much, but I know that from what I've the little I've done, it just seems like it's more of an art than a science. Like, and I think that's kind of what this implies in the fact that it's not like it's not a one set of rules for everyone. You know, it kind of you have to be able to be a chameleon, so to speak, in regarding what the job entails and also what you kind of expect from that position, so to speak. So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Um, Trent, what was your favorite story? Well, you want to go first, Natalie? And I can kind of, because mine kind of will transition to the next segment too. Yes. If you'd like to go. Okay. Mine's kind of lame. So sorry. But um, I was really, <laughs> I was really excited to see, I think it was in yesterday's that uh, lumber prices started the year up 7%. Like oh. it's a good omen for the year. I was like, okay, yep. it's good. There we go. I like I that. Did. Positive. Very positive. positive. Look at that. Indicate some strong demand, that's for sure. Yes. Um that's my whole story. Sorry. <laughs> no, that was easy. That was easy peasy. No. Well, my story is actually my favorite one, and it's one that I literally just read, but I think it's a pretty big one overall, at least in my world for sure, which is that um Atlas Holdings announced that um they are selling red built LLC to Hampton lumber. So um, they're in the process of doing it now. It's to be completed by the end of the first quarter. And uh, like I said, my world's pretty big news. So I'm kind of interested to see how that'll kind of, you know, start to change some of the landscape, you know, there a little bit more. So, you know, a little more consolidation, you know, in a different sector though, because we see a lot of it more in the retail side. So it's kind of interesting to see it more on the manufacturing slash, you know, you know, upper, you know, producer side, I guess you could say more so. Yeah, and that's engineered wood products, right? Um, trusses, uh, yes, I believe mainly. Is what so that's interesting because I don't know if Hampton's in that. I was just thinking not that, that I'm aware in of. that space. I don't think so. Not that, not to my knowledge, they could be maybe, but that would be kind of a whole new area that I've heard of for them. So that's yep. uh, that's really cool. It's a big move. And you said yep. Idaho. Yeah, there. Boise is where their headquarters is at. Boise. Okay. 
Did you say anything else like their size? Uh, I don't believe it said that they had four manufacturing plants and five design centers. Um, that's a lot. Uh, five design centers. Yeah, so they're like bringing on a whole different business. Yeah, all that COVID money, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to put it somewhere. Yep. Um, it says four hundred associates. Uh, oh, wow. So that's huge. Yeah. What was their big acquisition that they just did before? For that was it um hampton yeah it was also an idaho company wasn't it uh it was Idaho. they acquired some idaho timbers um facilities their mills and that okay. was about like two years ago it wasn't all of them it was a majority of them a handful of the other ones were sold to another like smaller private equity company and there were more of the ones in the south okay. i wonder if they're going to be under the hampton brand or if they're going to continue to operate under their current name i don't know for sure this is just completely pure speculation but based off of you know what they did with like idaho timber and just what they're doing here i would imagine they'd keep it under the same name especially because it's a business that's not within their core one that like we spoke about we're aware of mm -hmm. so i would guess they do that just because i'm assuming that red built within the people in this area are going to be more familiar with it with that company within the space than you know hampton so at this point right Honestly, yeah i, I just checked their website and they're not they're not an engineered wood um I'm not seeing it anywhere on their product, so. Okay, so make sure that they hadn't changed, because, like, as far as I'm aware, I have never seen this associated, but I was like, <laughs> now you made me question myself for a second. I was like, oh, gosh, maybe I missed something. No, I guarantee right, you, you that's going to be the top story when we next talk, but it's going to oh, get a absolutely. lot of clicks. Absolutely. Um, okay, well, that's an acquisition. I mean, you're right. That's a great segue into, are there any other mergers or acquisitions we should talk about? Oh, boy, are there. This is basically what a majority <laughs> of the time is going to be, honestly. It's just... been... I love happening. how excited you are, Trent. I just love it. <laughs> you bring the energy. Did you miss it? <laughs> I did. did. I missed it. I did too. I was actually sad this last few weeks. Yes, yes. I know it hasn't been the same, but you know, now we're back in the swing of things. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I've already had a lot of coffee, so that's helping today as well. Um, and I got another Starbucks Frappuccino drink, which you can't see because it's buzzed out. But nonetheless, acquisition time. So. Another one that came out um, midday yesterday that's gonna that's just um, being reported today by um, by us is that L2 Capital, their uh, private equity company out of Pennsylvania, they acquired Robin Sports Surfaces. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. They make a lot of hardwood flooring, especially for like um, basketball courts and things of that uh... nature. So kind of on the hardwood side and things of that nature, they're much more they're more well known on that side. I would say so. They're pretty big company i mean especially within that area i mean um yeah like i said they make uh, the they make flooring for the gyms for nba ncaa and even high school teams and stuff like that so i mean they're that's cool um, they're headquartered in cincinnati they have manufacturing plants in wisconsin and i'm blanking out in the other the other city uh michigan michigan so be interested that's to see cool. kind of if that i don't know if that'll change much on there i think it's going to be kind of business as usual but you know another Kind of thing like we've spoken about, you know, private equity company kind of coming into the the sector, and that's a newer one from them. I don't believe L two Capital is anything else in this in the in our industry at all. So um, that's neat. I'm glad that they do things for sports, the sports arena, because I was like, that's a really weird name for a lumber yep. company, but it all exactly. makes sense. It's very niche too. It's kind of a cool little niche thing, you know. So, um, 
couple other ones that probably people have heard of now because they've been uh this these were kind of earlier ones that just broke in the past week um kodiak building partners you know they're back in the game making another acquisition of um gross yawel if i pronounce that properly if not then you, you know you can judge me and it's fine you know i'll just say that i was homeschooled as well um <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, they are <laughs> gross uh yoel they're in uh, texas in central texas so they're expanding their presence down there um kodiak already has a presence down there so once again it's kind of expanding a little bit more um another acquisition another name that we're probably pretty familiar with gms gypsum uh, management supply publicly traded they acquired camco supply corporation in new york um this was announced at the end of december um we didn't really hit the press that much until beginning this year though because of holidays so i think most people didn't hear about it till then um pretty straightforward on that one now we get to a really fun one because this one is where it gets really interesting this is where Trent gets really excited and he talks in third <laughs> person because he's excited um Masonite at the end it, shortly after we met last time announced that they were going to acquire PGT Innovations um so this is funny to me or I shouldn't say funny because not funny it's just a fun situation to be a better way to put it is that I don't see this happen very often. So this is interesting when you see things like this happen, which is PGT, um, was it last week, they got an unsolicited offer by another company, Miter Brands, to acquire them. So it was a, so they had to review this proposal. And then yesterday, PGT announced that they, that their board of director determined that Miter's unsolicited proposal would reasonably be expected to lead to a superior proposal. So, Subsequently, like four minutes later, Masonite let release a press release saying, well, we are going to have to agree to disagree with that assessment. And we think that we are still the better company to acquire you. So it's been four this, minutes think, later, four minutes. Yeah, literally, I think it was four minutes on the press, if I remember. So the I think drama ready on there. So it's just it's kind of like I said, it's, it's I should say more fun than funny. That's the proper word. But it's fun just to see this, you know, kind of back and forth because you don't usually see this happen a lot. I only remember it off the top of my head like once or twice um, that I've seen it, you know, all these publicly traded companies kind of going back and forth with this. So it's a very, I don't know, it's just kind of interesting to see just kind of like the almost the behind the scenes coming to the forefront. So I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> just to wow. kind of see how this kind of play out. In, you know, Do you know what the, um, the bid was from MITRE? Yeah, it wasn't even that. It was 50 cents more per share, I think is what it was. Stop it. I think that's what it was. I swear. Um, let me see. So yeah, oh, you're right. Forty-one fifty per share compared to forty-one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now there could be some other details in there that you know could make it a sweetener, so on and so forth. Um, and so that's just you know the high level stuff. So I don't know. I'm gonna be interested to see how this all plays out because from what I remember at the very bottom it said, um, I think they can look into it and then. If they decide that they would, if PGT decides they want to go with um, MITRE, um, they have, they give like Masonite, I don't remember what it said now, I'm blanking out, like, like here it goes. Masonite would have the option over a period of four business days to offer an improved terms of its existing merger agreement. So if they get a better one, they have four days to come back and be like, here's our better agreement, or they'll go to, you know, MITRE brands instead. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. Wow. You know, if it would have been if it would have been Elon Musk, he would have offered forty two dollars, so it would have looked like four twenty. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So they would have gotten fifty cents more. So boom. exactly. <laughs> oh, we can talk about funny. Elon a whole lot going forward too. He's been on a 
pair recently. My goodness, him and Mark Cuban. Ooh, doggy. That's been Oh, crazy. man. Oh, I've been seeing a little bit of that. Um, uh, Natalie and I deleted social media for January. So I've been watching the news as if it's my social media. So I'm really up to date on the news, which yep. includes a lot of social media stuff. <laughs> I'm only on Twitter X, whatever you want to call. That's the only thing I use anymore is because everything else is too much noise. Not to say that's not insane about a noise, but I can at least kind of pick and choose a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like I'm living in a bubble, like with no social media. I'm like my only news source is the Wall Street Journal or, or the Morning Brew. Yep. Uh, um, or the Newswire by a blue book. Um, and that's uh <laughs> that's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's all I live on. So I know nothing. Well, guys, since we're running a little short on time today, Trent, should we just move into the top story that we need to know? Well, I can bust through with these a couple of high level things right here to get to that one. Absolutely. So let's bust it. Pretty much the rest of the other main ones. um, Woodtone, a company from um, uh, 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 where they headquartered (laughs) in BC. They announced a new CEO promotion. Um, This is at the end of December. Mover Some and other shaker. top articles were ones that we don't have to go into details. You can read them on the website. They have to do with OSHA fines. They're kind of somewhat rehashes of previous things. They're just kind of going into the details of some of the fines for the other ones we spoke about. So if you go and you search the keyword OSHA, they'll come up with those. One other thing I did want to hit on is that the most recent Freddie Mac um, rate um, rates came back that the 30 year had averaged down to 6.61%. This was at the 28th. So, you know, for Natalie and her friend, you know, I think it was, was it your, or is it Chelsea's friend who's buying the house? Oh, my little sister bought a house um, in December. Mm -hmm. Oh, so hopefully she got a pretty decent rate at that point. So we were right on the fact that they're coming down. So that was nice. Yeah. Then the last one, this is kind of the one that I was going to probably end on because originally I was going to do building gurus um, because I really like that one as well, actually. So this one actually segues (laughs) even better on the, what we were talking about, which is because we've spoken about this um, when we were at NALA and um, this was kind of one of the topics of the uh, economist, which is construction job openings so at the end of november they rose to the highest level since 2022 um and they had a total of 459,000 jobs open so uh, this is obviously something that's not a positive thing because it's kind of basically like what they is the quote that we're going with here says contractors are facing severe labor shortages in regions that are home to industrial mega projects um, like projects in the Arizona and South Carolina, for instance, have paused in recent months due to the inability to find enough skilled workers. So mm-hmm. just want to kind of come back to that and just highlight that because, I mean, as much as, they, you know, all these good things happen with the pricing and things of that nature, I mean, when it comes down to it, none of it matters if you don't have people to really do the work. So, I mean, we're seeing yeah. some real, you know, interesting situations. I mean, it, it's kind of like the, the, the whole, you know, ecosystem, like you learn about in science, all these things have to go together. And if one of the parts, you know, goes to the wayside, then the whole thing can start to fall apart. So it's something I think we really need to kind of keep our notes on. I mean, keep looking at and keep um, following because, you know, if that doesn't start to shape up, it could get real ugly going forward. So a lot of that, you know, a lot of shortage of skilled labor these days. Yeah. Nobody wants to work. Nope. And the funny thing is I just watched them. I just watched a movie um, about this real quick last night, and this is really weird transition. It was South Park. Welcome to the Panderverse. I don't know if you happen to see that. They have a whole thing about that where it's kind of funny because they they talk about the fact that everyone has gone to college these days and there's not skilled workers and everyone knows how to do like technology. But then what ends up happening in the movie is that the billionaires become skilled workers because no one knows how to do something simple like fix their oven hinges and stuff like that because they have to call a repairman. So what I mean, that is it's very 
similar to this thing where you're seeing that happen, where there's so much at the top level, not as many people have been going in these skilled jobs. And that's where I think you're going to see a lot more, hopefully growth labor. I mean, you know, um, monetarily wise in these jobs going forward because they're going to have to, to entice people. Yeah. Yeah. We need, we need people to fix our things. I can't yes. do it. <laughs> I'm learning to do it. Cause I've found this out myself. I need to learn it. Cause I found yeah. that I am not as skilled as I thought. So I've learned that. Over the past <laughs> four years. YouTube is Eat honestly the best. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, awesome episode guys. What a great way to bring in the new year. Trent, we appreciate back. your energy always. Oh, yes. Yes. It was great to see everyone again. And, person yeah <laughs> yeah and uh next episode we will be doing happy valentine's day oh yes. okay let us what, know what, your what are your like valentine's day plans i don't know what are yours <laughs> and everyone will have their valentine's then, day cars by then and then right, after Natalie? that it'll be saint patty's day we're gonna keep it going we're gonna Easter. Keep it going. celebrating you're gonna be celebrating like <laughs> Halloween in like May. Like, all right, what's everyone dressing up for in Halloween? (laughs) First, uh, whatever. Can't be too early. Yeah, can't be too early. (laughs) All right. Well, it's great to see you guys. Good to see you. Catch you on the flip side. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.